The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Redboard Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me alongside, as always, as Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses would say, well, 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 you never can tell. Well, 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 my Michelle. Is that a real song? It's a real song. It's my my Michelle by uh, Guns N' Roses. You know, I thought the maybe only we'll, Michelle I'll song was I... Michelle My Bell. Michelle My Bell. Ma, da, da, da. Yeah, see, no one knows the words that come after that yeah, line. Yeah, of course they don't. So weird. Okay, well, if you know the words, please tweet us at Own a Horse at BKLRF <laughs> at <laughs> the Michelle U. Uh, Michelle, welcome back. Thank you. We spoke to you last week, and uh, you were in Saudi preparing for the uh, uh, Saudi Cup. Uh, now that you have been there, tell us a little bit about your experience and what you what you really enjoyed about it, what you, maybe you didn't do, enjoy about it. Well, obviously this is my third year going, so I kind of knew what to expect. The Saudis don't really run on like a normal schedule. The Saudis are very like lackadaisical with time frames and stuff like that. So you have to really adjust to that when you're right. over there. Okay. Um, but the races themselves were great. They were a sellout crowd of over 20,000 people. They really set up the venue this year to be more than just the races. So like people would come, you know, a couple hours beforehand and they had like coffee tasting from around the world and they had all these art exhibits and they had like different kinds of music all over and different foods and they have like a kids area and they had all kinds of like stuff to do so like if you came and like wanted to do stuff there was like stuff which is nice right because you gotta well if you can't drink yeah that is true i mean that was Um, a problem for you right well coffee they they love coffee over there everyone drinks coffee yeah okay coffee's a big thing and it's not just like the arabic coffee anymore it's like coffee from all over so there is that going on and you know you don't have to drink to have fun i mean i have fun over there for a week without drinking it's no problem i do dry january over here to prepare perfect i can Um, ask you kind of a um off the wall political question uh, sure. You know, there's so much going on with Saudi, right? There's, I, I don't even want to get into it. Um, was there, do you, when you're over there, do you feel any of that um, strife? That, that, no. Uh, no. You're just, Mm-mm. it's kind of like it's, you're in a bubble. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were out in, we weren't, we didn't go out to Riyadh this year, but like we're, out and about and, um, you know, went to a couple different places. And I actually, I went to like five different grocery stores looking for something specific that no one seemed to have. So I was out like with the public a vast majority and I, I never felt uncomfortable. I, you know, I went by myself, so I didn't have like an escort with me. I, uh, okay. you know, do not wear hijab or anything. And right. what is hijab? Is that the, the clothing? The hair covering. Okay. 
Yeah, so it's no longer compulsory to cover your hair in okay. Saudi. So you just went out as Michelle Yu, superstar uh, horse racing announcer. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, with, like, a little tiny caveat, right? Like, you don't wear skin-tight clothes. When you go out and, like, here, you don't even think twice. Like, you throw on a tank top and some tights or leggings and you go. Yes, so, you I've know, seen I try, you before. So, try to be respectful and wear, like, a long dress right. or oh, you know, okay. a little bit looser clothes. So, okay. like, I would wear, like pants instead of like i mean i know that's kind of an oddball question but it is something that i actually thought about Mm -hmm. you know my first year i went i was really nervous about what to expect um but every year it's gotten a lot more relaxed and you know like i said this year it was it was almost the same as being in dubai pretty much i did get to do one really cool thing i went to the edge of the world if you watch the world feed the open that we did, I was standing on like the edge of a cliff, li- literally on the edge of a cliff. And it was this crazy place. It was like a two hour drive away from Riyadh. We like drove through the desert and then like randomly just like pulled off like, okay, we're going to off road here. And like just started driving through the desert. There's no like road or wow. trail marks or anything. Like every once in a while, there's a pile were in, like, of like CSI or something. Like they were kind taking... of yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, there's like a pile of like rocks. We called them the snowman rocks, and that's how we knew we were like going in the right oh. direction. So no ways. Ways isn't big in oh, uh, yeah, Saudi no, Arabia. There's no there's no GPS. All of a sudden though, you like there's just these ditches and just other cars. You just stop, and then we got out and walked like a mile. And we come to the edge of the edge of the world, and it was beautiful and wow. phenomenal. And I had I was telling them all, and they were laughing. I'm like, if this was in America, it's kind of like the Grand Canyon. That's what right. it looks like. It's like a miniature version of the Grand Canyon. Like the drops were like two to five hundred feet. Like so, not as deep as the Grand Canyon, but that was like the visual. And I was like, for and you could walk right up to the edge. Like I walked and I hung my feet over the edge. Okay? Oh, that's too scary for me. And I have a like, kind of a heights thing. Well, you would not have liked this no. for sure. But like I told them, I'm like, if this was in America, they would have guardrails all around here. This would not be like anyone can come and yeah. like, open to the public. That like, and anyone could come. It was open. You could walk right up to the edge. You could jump off if you wanted to. No one would stop you here. I'd be too scared. But Crazy, that sounds right? really, really cool. All right, tell us a little bit about um, the day of racing and kind of what went on in your perspective about uh, the Saudi Cup, about maybe Pinehurst winning for Baffert, who's obviously, obviously Baffert had a kind of a big day, um, which is uh, to to many on the social media world to chagrin. Yeah, so um, the race day itself was awesome. I thought we did see some Japanese dominance, which was just very cool because I I like the celebration and the positivity that comes with when the Japanese win. So getting to see all of them was amazing. Christophe Lemaire had four winners on the card. He won for four different trainers with four different trips with dirt, turf, long, short. He he was just in an absolute role. I kept calling him the 10 million. No, go ahead. Were we going to say the 10... The $10 million man uh, by the time it was all said and done, right? Is there any way he can come to Southern California to ride? You know, he came out here for vacation a little while ago, but he didn't ride when he was out here. Maybe you could be Uh, his agent. (laughs) I don't think he would need an agent (laughs) if he came out here. I like when you go, I like that. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The chagrin, really. And um, I was very disappointed we didn't have an American entrant in the sprint because I just feel like that's our bag and we didn't have one. I thought Casa Creed lost an absolute gut-wrencher finishing second. Um, I thought that Pinehurst looked good in the Saudi Derby. It wasn't a super stacked field. I don't necessarily think that horse wants to go very far, but he was able to win, so kudos to him. And obviously we're happy when, you know, our local horses do well over there. And in the big race, I I took some heat on social media saying that, like, Mandaloon wasn't... I basically said that Mandaloon and Midnight Bourbon were not world beaters. Okay. And, like, people were, like, hating on me for it. 
Well, who would hate on you for that? They, what have they I, done? I, Neither one likes to win. That's what I said. I was like, neither of these horses have the will to win. And they're like, they're talking about the two best horses. I'm like, okay, but both these horses, like, if it wasn't for disqualifications, Mandaloons won, like, two races. And I think that Midnight Bourbon's won two races. So, like, they're not world beaters, right? But, like, Midnight Bourbon picks up checks. You'd love to own him. How many millions of dollars has he yeah, earned no now? no one he, said he that, He earned, though. like, two million before. All you said is they're not world beaters. Why? Let me ask you a question. And yeah, I've been thinking about social media well, a lot because I said that they were I so said that annoying. They were not like they didn't love. They didn't have the will to win, is what I said. Right. That got but back. does it does it bother you when people bash you on social media, or do you and do you and uh, at the same time do you feel better about yourself when people say nice things? Um, I obviously it's always nice to hear nice things. It feels very validating to hear nice things. It is annoying to have someone bash you when it's like this is my opinion. You know what I mean? Like. And I would right. and as I a, to go back and be like, oh, yeah, where'd your world beaters? Like, you know, it's not like I'm trying to hate on American Pharaoh. I mean, I'm I'm saying that these two horses are not locked as winners because they don't win a lot of races. Right. You made a very valuable and you had an opinion. I lately just with everything that's going on, in social media, Michelle, like feel like because I have I have a bunch of you have them, too. We have like text message strings with a bunch of our friends. Right. You have like 10 of them. Right. Yeah. This is not one group. This is another group. This is another group. I feel like. Social media has turned into like just a giant text message for people who don't have, you know, little friend <laughs> groups. You know what I mean? Like it's like you, this should be te- this should be text to people, not posted on social media. I don't know. Right. That's just like I, I just sometimes I get really frustrated by the amount of junk that's on there. Right. And the hating and this and that. It's just like God, enough of it already. I hear that. I uh. hear that for sure. And yeah, I I find it very annoying when people are like, oh my, like. For example, we had Amr Zidane on, right? So talking yes, about... I saw that. Um, okay. And it was like so many people were like, I can't believe you're giving him a platform. It's like, first of all, you have a platform. You're on Twitter, right? Yeah, Second right. of all, everyone deserves a platform and everyone feels passionate about something. Just because it's not the same thing that you feel passionate about doesn't mean that his passion doesn't get des- deserve to be shared. And I, 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 I talked about one political thing. I'll talk about another one. I mean, that is kind of an issue for our country right now. Like the whole basis of freedom and democracy is about having different opinions and different ways of thinking and i was always brought up thinking that it's okay to think differently or or think this way about something rather than this way and when you talk about it you don't just hate that person that's what i feel like i feel like if you believe whether it was all the stuff we went through with covid or whether it's uh the president or whatever it is and I'm sorry to be on my soapbox about something that's kind of off topic, but it just gets to a point where you're just like, come on, people. This guy believes this. This guy believes this. Doesn't mean you can't be friends or doesn't mean right. that you don't respect each other's opinion. It's just like, oh, that guy's an idiot. Well, okay. Right. I, don't, I don't believe in that. So anyway, I'm a centralist. Um, so it Did I just throw you little, off? No, it was a little scary when... Why are you away from your mic now? Sorry. It was a little scary when, like, Russia pretty much declared war on Ukraine. Yeah. Because we all fly, like, over Russia. And oh, obviously, I forgot that that was, yeah, on your way. Wow. Yeah, a big amount of our crew um, come from the U.K. And, you know, they were talking about, like, there, there was a cyber hacks and, like, British Airlines was having an issue. And oh, there was wow. so much, like, you know, peripheral stuff going on. And the first year... That we went, it was the year of COVID where people couldn't get in and out. And like literally like six hours after I took off the first year is when they locked down the country. Unbelievable. So like <laughs> it's been something crazy happening every year. Yeah. And speaking of that, go Ukraine. Right. Yeah. 
I'm going to wear all blue and yellow this week. Oh, that's good. I like that. Because that's Um, a little tiny thing that I can do. I feel stupid, right? Like, it feels dumb to be looking at everything. Why can't you just wear one of those little pin flags or something? Well, that's another thing. That's really funny you say that because you and I have talked. You know one of my favorite words is, is perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like on Saturday, you weren't here. We got a we had a, a very bad experience with a first time Euro at Santa Anita. We just had a, a horrific trip. Um, the jockey actually came off afterwards, looked me in the eye and said, I am really sorry. That was a bad ride. Ooh. And you know how much uh, these races mean to our people, myself. And it was just Especially it was with like the ship and win bonus. Oh, ship and win. It was heart wrenching. I mean, if you you'd probably you didn't see this race, but it was really, really bad. I mean, my phone blew up for six hours. I right. was upset. You were probably a mess. I was I was a disaster. I'm not going to lie. I was a disaster. And um, and but then I thought to myself, like I got home and I was really upset. And like Walker was here and Kathy was here and. I just poured myself a bottle of bourbon, a bottle. A bottle. <laughs> I poured <laughs> myself. I also poured myself yeah, a bottle of bourbon. I poured myself a glass of, of Blanton's and I just sat there and I put on, I just know we were just watching TV and, and uh, you know, the stuff about Ukraine came on and I'm like, what are you doing? Like what are, to myself? Like, what are you doing? There's people that are losing their lives, innocent people it, it, going to war. This is like awful. And it just puts a massive thing. Everything we do, it puts in perspective on how important our freedoms are and, and what we're allowed to do in this country and, and how lucky and fortunate we are for you and me to even be talking about the sport that we love, you know, and, and have uh, businesses in this sport and, and how successful you've become. I mean, all of that stuff is we just have to take it and, and take a deep breath and say, man, we're really lucky. And, uh, and hopefully none of that stuff will ever happen over here in the States. So anyway, second soapbox of the day. I'm in a strange was, mood today. I was saying I just feel stupid to say things like, you know, oh, sending prayers or anything like that. It's like, come I, on. Yeah, like, I don't, we, like, what else can we do? Is there nothing else in this life that we can do? I talked to uh, my brother-in-law this morning who was in the Army. Mm-hmm. And um, I, he was, uh, we were just kind of talking about it. And I said, don't you just want to get over there? Do you want to get over there and fight? He goes... No. I have or, no, he said, I've already talked to some people. He's like, we're all in the same boat. He's like, uh, God, I wish we could just get over there, you know, but we can't. The The threat of the nuclear holocaust is, right. you know, keeping everybody uh, in check. But anyway, you and I are not uh, uh, poli-sci majors, I don't believe. No, but I did think about that, actually. That okay. was one of my... Like well, short list majors. I think you made the right choice because we all in horse racing are grateful for the fact that you are around and doing the job that you're doing because we get oh, a lot of information so nice. and you become better and better and you deserve every uh, every ounce of recognition that you get. But on that note, we probably should do, are we doing three things of note or yeah. are we getting to our special no. guest? Okay. Yes. Okay. So first thing of note certainly is uh, it was Saudi over the weekend and overall the Americans ran okay but didn't win country grammar i thought ran brilliantly and it's setting up to be a kick-ass dubai world cup in my opinion well because you'll have you'll have country grammar you'll have midnight uh, bourbon Midnight good life is good and hot rod charlie can't can't let bill strauss off the hook we've talked about him every week for the last 20 weeks um so that was first thing of note second thing of note i think has to be derby trail and it's kind of like a two-part so the first thing would be the rebel stakes was this weekend and uh i was shocked with the winner were you 
Un ojo. Un ojo, one eye, the one-eyed wonder uh, from New York. I, you know, I, listen, I, I'm going to tell you something, Michelle. You weren't shocked? I wasn't completely shocked. Okay. You uh, played him? No, I didn't bet on the race. No, but okay. I thought it was kind of more wide open than uh, Newgrange at three mm-hmm. to five. I thought right. he could get beat. No yeah. question. Uh, I did not play the race. I, I think it's great for a horse like uh, Uno Ojo to be on the Triple Crown Trail. I'm having a massive problem this year with the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I wish someone could explain it to me. I just, this is going to sound horrible, but like, I just don't care. I don't know any of these horses. I'm usually like, oh, I love that horse or I love that horse. They they came out with the, uh, I think, the Gotham field today. I didn't recognize one of the names. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? Am right. I not paying attention? Uh, maybe. It, is maybe. It, is, it, is it the whole Baffert thing that the horses, that the big horses are not there? I mean, have well, we, yeah, the are we not close is, enough? The problem is, is without the Baffert horses in there, you're left with a lot of East Coast horses. I mean, like... Chad Brown, Kenny McPeak, Todd Pletcher, Safi Joseph. So, like, if you don't follow the East Coast racing as well, then right. you wouldn't be as familiar with these because all of a sudden you're missing all the winners from the California races. Yeah, I think maybe that's what it is. It just doesn't feel like there's any Californian since we're stationed out here. That's a good point, Michelle. I didn't, I didn't think about that. And while we're on that uh, subject, uh, the favorite for the Fountain of Youth scratch this morning. Uh, I know. I've got in my fantasy Mo Donagal, Mo Donegal for Donegal Racing and Tom Butter. Pletcher. And he will probably run it in the Wood Memorial, just a little, uh, you know, updated i'm sure by the time people listen to this they will already know that um you know um, michelle can i stay on the derby trail for a second yeah but so i have a second part to it okay actually, go ahead real quick yep. so the second quasi part is that uh, tur- uh triple crown nominations were due over the week and it was interesting to note that bob baffert did nominate horses to the triple crown which means the kentucky derby even though right now he's not allowed to run but there was not a single baffert horse nominated to the kentucky oaks which is a separate nomination so hmm. if you're looking at him nominating to the triple crown series it's for all three races and the oaks is just for the oaks but I thought that was interesting that he did not opt to nominate a single Philly. Okay. Well, speaking of Phillies, can I, I was going to make my point. You want to know what my point is? Oh, tell me. Is it possible that C- Sacred Oath is the best three-year-old around right now? <laughs> I mean, she has been unbelievable. And it's kind of like no one outside of uh, people like you and me who watch races from Oakland uh, care about. Um, but she's uh, D. Wayne Lucas. She has been remarkable. She ran like I believe it was a full second faster than the boys. In I seriously wanted to use her in my fantasy league, and like I sat in the fence because I'm like, ah, oh, is is she going to be that good? She's like, so and then now she is. She's good. so good, and I'm she's a so daughter bad. of she's a daughter of Arrogate. You got a great story there. Obviously, we lost him too early, and um, you got the coach who's riding around on his horse like he owns the world. And it's it's kind of a great story. I kind of if I had to pick one horse right now, I'm not sure I don't pick her. Wow. How about that? All right. How about that? Um, So then I have... Oh, you listeners looking for future bets. I have... uh, Yeah. Best thing... What? uh, Things of note number three. Okay. What is that? So things of note number three is coming up this weekend at Santa Anita and at Gulfstream Park. We're going to have this crazy situation. We're going to have coast to coast pick fives, one all turf stakes, one all dirt stakes, which is great. Uh, actually, our guest today is going to be Pete Rotundo from the Strana Group. He's going to tell us all about you, all you of that. You just spoiled it. I was going to make a big introduction. Oh, I didn't know. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. You can Pete Rotundo is coming on the show. We love Pete. 
Um, okay, so in addition to that, we're also going to have this like crazy free to play contest. Okay. Yeah. I'm so ready. it's 15 stakes races, 14 of those graded from Gulfstream and Santa Anita between 3 and 6.30 p.m. So that's a race like every 15 minutes and it's right. all stakes. And generally, you know, on big days, like before the Fountain of Youth and before the Sand Handicap, they stretch things out. So it's like a 45-minute hour-long wait. No. Oh, nay, nay, my friend. We <laughs> will not be having that. Beautiful. Okay? We are not going to be stretching out post-time. This is going to be a race every 30 minutes. And wait, there's 15 more. minutes. You got those two... Yeah, sorry, every 15 minutes. Every 30 minutes you meet track. Every yep. 15 minutes. So that's like instant action. That's all stakes, and it's great, right? Right. So not only is there going to be the two pick fives, the all turf and all dirt stakes, which are low takeout and dollar minimum wagers, but there's also going to be a free-to-play contest with a $5 million grand prize. Say it the right way. $5 million <laughs> for a grand prize for anybody that can pick the f- winner of all 15 stakes races. Oh, nice. Let's do how it. How cool is that, right? How do you, now, do, also, how do you sign like, up for that? Where do you go? So if you want to, you have to go to first, like 1st-saturday.com. Okay. okay. And, uh, and it's free. And it's free. And that that's actually so, but what if you open. pick 14, you don't win. You have to pick all 15 winners. So, yes and no. If okay. you Now, if you pick 14, you do not win the $5 million. You have to pick all 15 to have the $5 million. But we are doing extra prizes, right, including cash. And the person who has the most winners, so if you win 14 and no one else does, you get a VIP all-expenses paid trip to Preakness. Oh, that's, that's fun. You know how I feel about Preakness. I know, right? I love Preakness. Um, are you going to Preakness? And do I what? Are you going to Preakness this year, you think? I mean, I haven't, but right. like, I feel in. like I should put my throw my hat in the ring for I that. I think you should. Oh, gosh, yes. You should absolutely throw your uh, put a feather in your cap. There you, you go. You didn't see that last night on, on Wheel of Fortune, did you? Oh, where she kept <laughs> guessing and guessing and guessing? Put a feather in your map, lap, map? and she hat? couldn't get cap. I know. Uh, she said I hat first, her. and there was already a T on the board. Come on, people. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Well, um, that should be an exciting weekend at both Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. And that is why we have our special guest, Peter Rotundo, joining us probably right after this break. Should we take a break? Oh, yes. Let's take a break. All right. Let's do it. Looking for a good stallion in 2022 for your mare? How about well, this? Well, yes, I am. I knew you always are, Michelle. But how about this roster at TaylorMade Stallions? Are you ready for this, Michelle? I'm ready. Instagram. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Instilled Regard, grade one winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midnight Storm, one of our favorite horses, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mishawish, n- uh, Not This Time, who every time I look up, it seems like Not This Time has a win. Do you agree with that? Yes. He's the, he's the leading second drop. Epicenter this week uh, in a stake on right. Sunday at the fairgrounds. And how about new to TaylorMade in 2022? They have Nick's Go. All he did was win the Breeders' Cup Classic and probably be Horse of the Year. And... I think this is one of your favorite horses, Tacitus. Remember Tacitus? Oh, Tacitus. Yes, you love Tacitus. <laughs> this is all at TaylorMade Stallions. Call Travis White today and get your mare to TaylorMade. Welcome back to the Owner's Box. Before we get to our special guest, who's actually on the line right now, uh, Michelle, I wanted to bring up one more thing of note. Oh, boy. Yeah, and that is that um, the uh, 2022 Hall of Fame nominees came out today. Mm. And uh, Beholder, do you think uh, she has a shot at the Hall of Fame? 
I'm going to say yes. So You're going to go yes first, on that. A first ballot horse. Okay. I, I would say she's absolutely going to make it. There's a couple of horses that have tried before and haven't made on there, including uh, Blind Luck, I believe Kona Gold. I think Cor Nakatani's up. Yes, and Nakatani needs to be but... in the Hall of Fame. I'm tired of this. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm done. You're going to start a to petition? Be in the Hall of Fame. He should. I feel badly for Matt and, and Corey and his whole family. They need to be in. Also, Kona Gold needs to be in. This is ridiculous. Grand Motion, my man Grand Motion got nominated too. So Oh yeah, Grand Motion. I'm nice. I'm happy for him. Uh also uh Teppin and Habit Grace, and uh, Rags to Riches, Christoph Clement, Doug O'Neill, John Sheriff's back on the ballot as well. Okay. And good, good Hall group. of Fame voters can select as many as they deem worthy of induction. So in theory, all eleven could get in this year. Every candidate must receive support from over 50% of the people who cast ballots, which are about, I think, 150 people. Let's get Corey Nakatani on there. Let's get to our special guest. It is my man, Peter Rotundo. Peter, welcome to the Owner's Box. What's going on, Billy? Do you hey, like, Michelle. Do you like, was... wait, hey, Pete. Wait, do you like Pete or Peter? Well, you know what happened? Years ago, I was Peter, right? Then at the Breeders' Cup, they brought in a CMO named Peter. And then I decided to go to Pete, but my family's been calling me Pete forever, so I'm, I'm conflicted. You're conflicted. Well, we, if, if, what does your wife call you when you're in trouble? Um, hmm, I don't really get in trouble, so <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure. What about when you come out in like your Preakness outfit and you've got like these amazing tennis shoes and like a huge bow tie? What does she say? Like, at, like blank? You look amazing. Uh, retro. Retro. I'll go retro. On retro. I think Retro still yeah. owes me a pair of shoes, actually. He does. He He's turned me well, on to these You invented shoes. that bet on your own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, now, you, you've had a lot of roles within the industry in, in the, I mean, Breeders' Cup is one, and now you have a you're, you have a new job. Can you just fill us in a little bit about what, what you're doing? Sure. I mean, well, not a lot of jobs, really. I mean, I worked for the Breeders' Cup for 20 years. Well, that's what so, I mean. You've I'm... been with the Breeders' Cup for 20 <laughs> years. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't really bouncing around too much. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, so I'm working with first. I'm working with Aiden Butler, as you know. Great guy. Um, the, hardest working, the hardest working man in show business. The pirate. So, uh, yeah, the pirate. I'm on the, I'm on the first pirate ship. Yep. And, you know, they, I basically came on as a consultant just trying to figure out where I could fit in uh, with the company. And I think I found a little niche here. So, you know, the first assignment was really to try to build out this weekend coming up, this first Saturday. And that's what I'm, I'm working on from the television coverage to the simulcast to the live streams and the bets. So, I mean, the whole, I'm involved in the whole thing, which is amazing because it's been, it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun and definitely refreshing, uh, having a new challenge. So, All right, who's, so okay. Yeah. Wait, Michelle, let me jump in here really quick. And then, because I know you, we might have the same question. Whose idea was it to come up with these cross country turf pick five, all stakes, cross country dirt pick five. And then this, five million dollar pick 15 is this you is this your genius is this no, your baby no. no no first of all no one person came up with anything right it was more like we sat down we realized basically what happened is they realized that the races were gonna be on the same day right the big cap at found youth which never really happened maybe never ever happened could have i guess somewhere somewhere down you know years ago it was on the same day but now there's all these stakes races on on both days and so the idea was Let's create a mega day instead of splitting them up and, and giving one their own their own. 
Sure. So once you realize you have 15 stakes races on one day, you're like, all right, what are we going to do to make it special? And since that company owns both tracks, let's coordinate. I know it's, it's not rocket science. <laughs> it seems <Let's> easy. <laughs> well, no, wait, wait, hold up. So far, coordinating days across tracks has been rocket science. How are you going to pull off this race every 15 minutes? Well, there's going to be – so if you do the math and you see the post times, there's about a three-and-a-half-hour window. Okay. where Gulfstream will join – well, Santa Anita will start and join Gulfstream. And then every 15 minutes, legitimately, if you go back and forth, they will be a race. So if you're watching the simulcast – But we all season, know about how that works, Pete, with, like, post-time drag. Gulfstream the is the worst. Shuffle. Right. Uh, well, listen, there will, no, there will not be a post-time drag. You heard it here first. I'm, no I'm post-time drag. I'm in the Gulfstream offices, and uh, I could tell you that, you know, post-time – Plus two minutes is off time. Okay, okay. there's your drag. Okay, I'll tell you right now what it is. Post time, add two is off time. Okay, so that's that's what's going to happen for both places. And uh, you know there is a TV window where seven of these stakes races are on uh, CNBC. Right. So you know usually they they stay true to form when they know they're on national television. Yeah, I will say that in Saudi, we had a horse not loading, and they said, go without him. And they shut the gates and left the horse behind the gate and went ran the race without him. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah, that that's, is the way to do it. Clearly, they don't care about betting. But, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, but bottom, we do. Bottom, bottom, exactly. Let me ask you so a quick question. So the pick quick, five. Go, you want to go back to the pick five? I do in a second, but I want to know. Okay. I want to know more personal stuff. I want. You said you were going to be a Gulfstream. Was there a choice? Did you have a choice between Gulfstream and Santa Anita? And why did you choose Gulfstream? I'm putting you on the spot. Well, I moved down here. I know. Um, I'm down here. Yeah, for about three months, I got a place, me and the baby and the wife. So we're, um, you know, we basically. I live in Saratoga Springs, right? So there is no first racetracks up there. The idea is, you know, Zoom has been great for a couple of years, but now I got to spend time with the pirate, uh, wherever he may be. Yes. So, of course, I'll be here, and he's actually headed to Santa Anita for the weekend. Of course. So we're split, we're splitting up on, on on the day, but I've been with him, you know, every other day now for the last couple of weeks, and it's we're getting a lot of stuff done. I can tell you, all it's all positive. It's all coming soon, but um, everyone should be very excited. Are these bets okay? Let's go back to the pick fives now. You got to pick okay. five all stakes on turf. You got to pick five all stakes on dirt. Are those only available on first, or do you can they be bet at the track? You could be bet. They will be bet at the track. You yep. could be a bet on your other ADWs. Okay, so it's everywhere. Betting is available. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and they're going to be called the first coast to coast all turf stakes pick five. First coast to coast all dirt. Um, if you again, this is getting technical, but I want I want everyone to actually. No, no we have intelligent it, people be. who listen to the show, Pete. We're good. <laughs> one, one TN turf, one DN will be the dirt. Uh, but I think after a while, it'll be, you'll see it. You'll understand where it is. Uh, uh, also, I just want to mention, by the way, that this is a this is a very player-friendly, super low 12% takeout. And the big players will be happy. This is a dollar minimum. Um, cheap people like me do not like the dollar minimum because it generally forces you to single somewhere. But most big players like the dollar minimum. And it generally returns extremely high payouts. I think that we've seen it over and over again from the Stronic 5 as well as the Golden Hour Devil and Pick 4. Good points, Michelle. Yes, great, great point. Yeah, this is uh, well, obviously the Stronic 5 rules. Um, the bet, again, super technical. No one will know this because 
I'm not really paying attention. They're actually hosted out of Laurel um, mm. because that's the that's how regulations work, and just to try to get something new done in a short period of time, uh, they they uh, they figured out how to do it there. So again, that doesn't mean anything to the consumer, but uh, yeah, it all came well, together. Bot- it, you know, I think it does. We've been brain- I- yeah, I think it does, and I, you're going to get into it. I, I'd like to follow this up because people don't understand that it's not like we could just say, uh, I could say to Michelle, yeah, we're going to make a coast-to-coast uh, all-turf uh, stakes pick five, and it's on the card. That's it. It's done. No, there's a lot of work. What is the what is the process? Can you take us through it? Is it? Can you do that? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's, – yeah, it's not easy. So, no. I mean, it started – it's <laughs> Nate, Nate Newby. Long story short, we came up with the bets. Working with um, our friends, you know, Paul Matisse, one of, of the course. greatest horse players in the world, and Jonathan Kinjan, obviously a good friend. So yep. we've, we've had calls with them, trying to brainstorm ideas. We have a whole slew of new bets to come up with. So we're like, all right, let's try a couple out. Some already didn't make it because of, you know, the way it was to, you know, figure out the regulations, whatever. But, you know, sitting down with Mike Rogers, one of the greatest guys of all time, who's now sort of in charge of Laurel. Good man. He's like, all right. Let's do the Stronic Five. We could do it. It's legal. So let's make those are the rules. Uh, take those, change the name, do it on the Saturday. You tell me what you want to do. So, again, working with the boys, they were like, well, let's do all turf, all dirt, stakes. I'm like, that sounds great to me. <laughs> so yeah, why not no. try it out? I think they did it yeah. at the Breeders' Cup with an all-turf stakes pick four, if I recall. Right, Michelle? Am I wrong about that? Or- but Last those one? races yep. had to be con- consensual, con- whatever, in, in, in order. No, they were. Oh, they <laughs> were. Executive. Okay. They were consensual, yeah. Yeah, right. they were consensual. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, they had to be, right? They had to be in order, and they were all the same track. Executive. Pete, what yeah, color exactly. bow tie will you be wearing on Saturday? Guys, the bow tie was a sh- was shtick. See that that's over. Oh, Those so that's over. over. Pete, no, is your hair normal, normal color, color now? With Gucci shoes. But you have great shoes. My, you have great style. The shoes is. The he new owes thing. me a okay, pair of shoes. Gucci's, but I'll take Golden Goose yeah. instead. What kind of shoes will you be wearing? Um, you know, I just we just I got some new. Yeah, Michelle be upset that I didn't get her, but I got some new Gucci's. Like, are I they Gucci tennis shoes? Like those cool yeah. kind of yep. what you wear? Okay, yeah, multi color. Yep. Yeah, a little different than the ones you saw, but this is a little more. I I really like. He had a pair of blue and orange ones that I coveted, and I beat him for something, and he was supposed to give them to me, but he never did. That's the third time you've said that, and he. I know. I don't like it when people don't pay out their bets. He doesn't care. You're not mad at Pete. Yeah, well, we go back to the go back to the Twitter. You'll see. It wasn't exactly agreed upon, but. One day, All right. I want to talk a little bit about the five thousand dollar jackpot. So the it's a free to play contest, and we already told you guys where million. to go. Five million. What did I say? She said five thousand. Oh crap! Five million. Five yeah. million million dollar jackpot. First, one st saturday dot com, and you have to pick the winner of all fifteen stakes. Um, can I? Am I allowed to play this? Can I play this? What happens if I win? No, no, no. <laughs> you can't play. I'm You're playing. not eligible. I can either. play. You could play. Basically, actually, the URL is going to be first.com backslash Saturday. That is different um, than the one that we have then. Okay, first.com backslash Saturday. Okay. That's correct. Got it. Uh, yeah, it'll open actually at 6 p.m. Eastern here in about an hour. Um, again, uh, yeah, it'll open at 6 p.m. Eastern. And it, it's as simple as it could be, right? You just pick, well, the process is simple. Pick a horse in the fifth, pick one horse in each of the 15 stakes. If you get unconsciously lucky and we hit all 15, you're going to win $5 million. Wow. 
Do you, you, have, if you, don't, I, you have an insurance policy for this, I imagine, right? Is that how that yeah. works? Pete's, Pete's, uh, me, Pete's kid's college sure. account. But yeah, we do. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. yeah. It, you put your kid up, right? I, Rosie, yeah. Rosie, <laughs> Rosie and the dog. Okay, so. Wait a second. I can't win. Okay, well, so go is ahead, it Michelle. Like, so you only pick one horse one per horse. race? This is not like a pick six. Yeah. It's one so horse. It's like single, 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 single. Okay. And I obviously can't win, but what, uh, it, how, how I wonder how many we should take a bet on how many people we well, think he probably knows the odds. What are the odds that someone does this? I don't know the odds. They're astronomical, but it's like, <laughs> did you see you've seen now these crazy parlays people have posted on yes. Twitter that they hit, right? Yes. Like some guy hit a 23 game parlay. The other yeah, day. huge. So, I mean, like, that's impossible, right? I mean, the point is, but it happened. So yeah. how impossible is it if it happens? I wonder so, if you... Line, it's free. And it's free. It's not a question anymore. Let me ask okay, you a so question. Okay, so my second question oh, is Sorry, that uh, the player that picks the most winners gets the VIP trip to the Preakness. Can I go to that? Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, Wait, Michelle, this you is not about you. <laughs> all right. No, really. What happens, if, like, what happens if like five people all get 14? Do they all get to go to Preakness or is it like a random drawing after that? No, there'll be one... There'll be one major trip, like one, okay. you know, one actual trip will go. And I feel like, depending on how many winners, how many people were tied, we'll probably do the right thing by a couple of them, give them some tickets to uh, to the other ones. But okay. if it's like 300 people, then probably not. But, right. you know, I think the uh, as far as the rules go, one VIP trip uh, to the Preakness for whoever does the best. Be, again, a little sweepstakes amongst those names. Um yeah, and so it's again. It's like to me, it's like the cherry on top, right? So you got the you have the pick fives. Of course, you got the great card at both places. You got uh, again this contest, and then if you're into tournaments, we have a great handicapping tournament: thirty-five hundred dollar buy-in, twenty-five hundred you bet with, thousand to the pool. If you do well and win or run second, you know they're, they're not only cash, right? You go into the BCBC, the NHC, and the Pegasus betting challenge. Wow which took off a year this year because it was a conflict with the NHC, which mm-hmm. will be back on the calendar next year. Oh, beautiful. So I'm going to give you the exact things for that. So it's a $25,000 seated prize pool. So seated means it doesn't mean anybody else's money needs to come in. That is being seated by first. Prizes at 125 entries at $75,000 cash prize pool to the top five. The winner gets the entry into the 2022 BCBC, the Pegasus CBC, and the 23 NHC plus cash. Runner-up gets the... Seats to the NHC and the Pegasus World Cup as wow. cash. Third place through ninth place get the 2023 Pegasus World Cup um, that's a lot. entry as well. So that's a lot that's of stuff. That's a lot. All right, Pete. And yeah, seated. Seated is the key time. here. Anytime we're talking about uh, betting or we're talking about the pools, you know, there's a big difference between carryover money and seated money. Seated money is just money that, that the track or the entity is putting in there. It's f- literally free money. I know some people call carryover money free money. It's not. This is free money. Free and money. In, and it's in the actual betting contest. So, mm-hmm. you uh, you know, you can play an express bet or um, at Goldstream or at Santa Anita. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Michelle, maybe we should do the contest. We can do that. I don't know. Pete doesn't like me to play things. Can I play the contest, Pete? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> this is so unfair. I can't Wait, like I have an idea. Wait, I have, I have a concept. I have a concept that I want to run by Pete. Yeah. Okay, so okay. one of the things you brought up are these you brought up these parlays that are going on in sports betting that are these huge payouts. Yeah. Could we mm-hmm. figure out a way to do something 
here, I know you're kind of doing it, but what about the in-game parlay? So what if I liked, um, I just happen to have the San Diego handicap. So what if I said, I want to bet Spielberg to win, and I think he will go uh, wire to wire, and I think that uh, uh, Warrant <laughs> will run third or better. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I mean, can get how cool is that? Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, the, can I, we do stuff like know, that? I think that no, uh, not yet. I mean, I think that's a dream somewhere that's along the, the line. Problem with the tote system, though, right. more than anything else, Correct. because you have to teach the tote how to it would recognize. Be yeah, this would have though, to yeah. be under a fixed odds model. Right. And, but he, he has a, he has an issue that nobody likes to think about. And who's making those lines? <laughs> Josh, who has enough they're so good. Who, who has enough expertise in the horse racing world? Think about it. I mean, the whole to come up with a, like the odds on that exact bet you just made. Like right. that's hard. That's yeah. like I, you got to find. There's going to be one person out I there. I think maybe? you could do it. Two? You could do it. Your no, dad. I know. What I about can. your dad? <laughs> no, he can't do it. <laughs> but my my point is. Listen, it's a little difficult, but I, I think listen, at some point there's going to be, you know, we'll be able to fool around with parlays, you know, maybe not just like that, but in that in that world. But we also um, have to get in with this sports betting because you could what you could do is you could say, I like mm-hmm. um, the Lakers and yeah. I'm like yeah. the Knicks and I like uh, Spielberg to win the Sanity to Handicap. Yeah, so Why aren't we, we involved? We are doing yeah. the prop bets right now, and that's kind of the prop bet situation, Billy, that we have at Santa Anita, and that's also free to play. Right. So they give you a list of props for the day, and as you know, you play them up front, and as the day goes on, it's, it's kind of like a tally situation. Sure. So we do have something like that that can okay. – it might not be as exact as you get to pick the one horse, but it'll be like, do you think it's either Spielberg or Warrant, yes or no? Right. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen those before. Yeah. I get it. I, get I it. think down the listen. It's it's not too far away. I mean, but I, I think we'll get there where there'll be, you know, a version of that available for uh, for everybody. But All right. You know, again, it's, <laughs> these things take a little time. I mean, I listen. I, you you look at the sports betting landscape right now, right? Everybody was like, "Oh my God, sports betting!" And now there's some guys already going out of business, uh, yeah. and they're stopped marketing and. You know, I think there's going to be a contrition there where you're going to have two or three big ones. And I think if horse racing, part of the goal is let's get in with who's left standing sure. and make that get part of there. And, and so when you're obviously what you're saying, but basically when you're looking for the NBA or the NFL right next to there is horse racing and you're on the same wallet. So you don't have to be transferring money around. All right. We've talked enough about these bets, but what we do need is help. So Pete, we have to pick 15 in a row. We're not going to pick 15 races right now. What you're going to do is you're going to give the owner's box listeners one lock. Just all we need is one lock in the 15 races. I don't care if the horse is one to nine. Give us one horse in one race that is going to win and that we're going to brag about it and tell people how great you are afterwards. All right. Okay. Wow. Um, yep. That's what we're doing. That's a lot. I mean that's that's saying like that's in one race. A lot, it could be you could pick race. as time goes by. She's pretty good in that race. Uh, Vuitant is good in the Beholder Mile Grade One. You can go to Santa Anita. You could talk about the Kilro is a great race, although there's not really I don't think a a lock in there. You could take in the Santa Anita Handicap. You could take. Uh, uh, Express Train, who's coming in in great form and just won the San Pasquale two in a row. He won the San Antonio, the San Pasquale. Uh, I mean, those are the three can biggies. A, Go ahead. Can I give you a price? Yeah. You can do whatever you want, but it better be a lock. 
right. In the in Gulfstream Park Race Nine, okay. or ten p.m. The Grade Three Honey Fox. The Grade okay. Three Honey Box. Hold on, I'm hold on. I want to get that right. No, now. Honey Fox. Not honey, honey Fox. The Honey, honey Fox. Fox. What did I say? Honey Box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this Wheel of Fortune? You know what Billy's got on his mind. Hey, easy, easy. Uh, the owner's okay. box. That's the owner's box. All right, Gulfstream Race Nine. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a Grade Three. Number it's five. one mile on the turf. It's the five. Okay, bipartisanship. Bipartisanship. Okay. With Paco Lopez and your Hall of Fame nominee Graham Motion. This horse got left last time, hopelessly wide. Paco gave him a little trip around the track. He's the only real, she is the only real closer. There's so much speed. Paco runs right by late at six to one. I love it. I mean, that is fantastic. I I also like this horse. In fact, I'm gonna tell you a little secret, both of you. I actually called Graham Motion after the January 29th race when she was in the uh, the Pacific, uh, whatever we call that race. I can't even read the uh, Pegasus uh, Pegasus Philemer Turf, I believe they call. There you go. The Pegasus uh, World Cup. And I asked if that horse Turf. could be could could possibly be purchased and or get in because I saw the same thing wow. Pete saw. Um and uh, so good luck to Fortune Racing, who's the owner, uh, a daughter of Bated Breath, and I think that's a great call. All right. Well, you know, I mean you're this is you wanted a quick one and you wanted a you know, six to one. I don't know the morning the morning line actually is coming out tomorrow, uh, for both cards on Thursday. So they they wanted to make sure they got it right. They took they're taking their time. The draw is you know was Monday night. So You'll see the morning lines come out tomorrow, um, but uh, yeah, I'm guessing like six to one, right? Yeah, I think because you know you have a couple, you have yeah. Fletcher and you got Chad Browns in there. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I feel like was that too much pressure to put on you? I feel like you're like breathing heavily right now. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, I am fine, <laughs> but no, it was, I I wasn't exactly prepared. That's but okay. I had done a little. Oh, Billy likes to, to throw back. our guests under the bus. Yeah, we do. We do that all the time. Um, what other let's uh, obviously this is the biggest weekend you've had since you've been a part of the Stronic group. Is there anything else you can have us look forward to or coming down the, down the pike that we should uh, uh, let our listeners in on a little secret? I'm throwing you another curveball. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, this perf- this is what we're calling like a pilot program, right? If this works this weekend where the handle stands up to previous years, doesn't have to blow it out of the water. It doesn't, even if it's not exactly what it was, it's, you know, it's new. It's something you want to build off of. If it goes well and by, well, you know, we stay in the ballpark numbers wise. Uh, I think the goal is in the future, it's to create more first Saturdays. And the idea is if you ask me <laughs> now, especially, you know, Santa Anita Gulfstream, January, February, March, April. How about all first Saturdays, of every month in the future, you have something to look forward to, something to point mm-hmm. to, instead of, you know, all just sort of sort of scattered here and there. I feel like they're the marquee signals uh, in the in the winter and spring, and let's point there. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we got to build, still continue to build more big days, and just like the old days of the NFL. And I realize they're you know Sunday night, Monday, Thursday, sure. whatever. But if I could, we could point people to the first Saturday. Why not? And the people have it in their head. Obviously, they have first Saturday in May already in their head. Right. Right. So the thought is, let's just build off that a little bit. We have the signals. Let's put on a show. And uh, and that's the future. So that's 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 the long term goal. I think it's very smart. 
and uh, we appreciate uh, what you've been able to do. Obviously, we're big fans of Aiden Butler well, as well. It's not that I have. This well, Pete, we know that these were mostly your ideas, and that's why you were that's, no, brought no, in. That's not, so we, even though you talk true. about team all the time, we realize that Billy, most of this is you're you. making Pete uncomfortable. No, Stop. He, Pete, listen, I know everybody at this this company, and they're, they're a great company, and Pete is a great integral piece, and all these ideas are fantastic. Yeah, no, it, but listen, there's, you know, when – you work with these people. They, it's just like a different, little different perspective, right? When you're with a fresh eyeball, but they all have, it's all in place. It just needs to be packaged up. So it was just sort of, you know, this is a start. This is an, this is a pilot and see how we, see how knows, I'm excited about Pete it. Pete knows I'm kidding. But I mean, also let me just say this, Michelle, Pete is also a handicapper. Okay. He understands what people want. I think that's important. I think he's, he's like, us he's one of the players we go there and we bet our pick threes and our pick fours and our pick fives so i think it's great to have that we talked about perspective earlier in the show michelle and i think it's great to have peter's perspective in those meetings i think it's important mm-hmm. and the fact that he brought in other handicappers to kind of work with them i think is it's very smart it's, it, I, i'm complimenting you that was yeah, genuine well, i mean the other part wasn't genuine. I, I appreciate that <laughs> exactly but you got you know again between nate uh newbie obviously one of the best handicappers i don't know if anybody realizes how good he is is he good he's sort of under the radar oh my god he's tremendous wow. unless you're playing he, in a charity competition with that's only work people then i'm technically the best handicapper well you did win no well i think you actually are the best handicapper michelle <laughs> <laughs> you know how michelle's I mean, again, the best handicapper she's michelle just calls everyone she knows and and she's like um oh, billy do you like your horse in the first yes <laughs> Yes, I do, Michelle. Oh, believe me, I, that 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 phone. If that phone could talk, I can only imagine. Um, <laughs> but listen, I got one other thing. We do yeah. fun thing, Billy. You'll love this because yeah. he's your old boy, your old man. Uh, not your old man, but your old pal. The uh, Kenny Maine's coming to Gulfstream this weekend. Oh, nice. Off a of, off, yeah, off a of layoff. So he's gonna. Be, we got him working for us. He's gonna be promoting the shit out of the weekend. He's playing in the contest. He's going on TV. He's doing a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, that's amazing. And, you know, as you know, he's. Yeah, so he's well, all uh, he's make, all pumped up. Make sure he has very comfortable shoes. Of course, you know, you know all about his feet, yeah. and uh, make sure he has a little chaw somewhere in yep. between when he's not on TV. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and he'll be perfect. Yeah, he's he's well, and, you know yeah he loves to bat, he loves the pony. Oh, he's so. the best. Well, make sure you give him a big I hug know. for me. I'm going to text him right now and tell him maybe we'll get him on the show next week. That's what we should do, Michelle. Okay. We'll get to Kenny Mayne. Yeah. Peter Rotundo, you yeah. are a gem. We All appreciate right. taking uh, the time to join us here on the Honor Box. And, and we wish you and everyone at the Stronach Group uh, a great weekend at both Santa Anita and Gulfstream with the $5 million uh, pick 15. Can I just call it that? Yeah, free, free to play pick 15. Free to play pick 15. And your all turf, uh, uh, all graded stake pick five and the all dirt pick five. Which are going to be awesome. Cross country, should yeah. say. Cross and country. the betting contest. And the betting and contest. The idea that they're actually, forget about all things being, take it all away. I got yep. one more thing that's just no one's grasping. Yep. Europe, Santa Anita, the races are going to be running every 30 minutes and at Gulfstream every 30 minutes. I mean, whatever big days, are they not 40, 45 people dragging left and right? Yes. This is happening every 30 minutes. Good. Smart. You know what that feels like? You're going to be like, this is like heaven. Like, it's going to be like mind-blowing. You're going to be like, oh, another race. I have to go get a loan. <laughs> you need a loan? I need a loan to just and, bet. Uh, yeah. 
Do you need runners to make your bets? Do you need the whole thing? <laughs> we need the whole thing. Peter Rotundo, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. Have a great, right. great weekend. We really appreciate it, my man. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. That's Peter Rotundo Hi. here on the Owner's Box. Michelle, Pete always brings it. He brings it. Pete's got the best energy. He's one of my favorite people in horse racing, actually. You know what? And he's... um. Even if all you guys do is talk smack to me. We love you. Mm-hmm. You only talk smack to people that you love. You yeah. know that. Um, but what I will say about Peter Rotundo, he has been around for a long time. He's very bright. Uh, people like him. He's got a great personality. And he, he... But what I like most about Pete is... This is going to sound strange, but a lot of people who have been in the Breeders' Cup for 20 years, and now he's got this gig, and he's a gambler, and he does all this stuff. But he he's not a know-it-all. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he can, you can have a conversation with Peter. He'll listen to your ideas. He'll give you feedback. And that's I and and he's just a, just just a, just a gem. I just he's, he's yeah, I agree with you. He's one of the best guys, and and I really hope that this weekend works for um, all these incredible betting opportunities. It should be wild. I mean, we talk about how we don't have enough intervention in horse racing, and now we have something in front of us. So I think that us as horse players and as horse people just need to embrace it and really try and see where it can go. What we should do is we should have on our at own a horse Twitter. Okay. If you pick you, everybody who listens, go on this thing, pick your 15 horses from those races. I'm sure that'll be Michelle. Maybe you could tweet out the list or something of the races and uh, we should have a contest. Sure. You want to piggyback off of their contest? Yeah, no, no, no. You pick. Yeah. We'll have our own contest that it, whoever gets the most winners gets to come on the show and, and brag about it. Okay. How about that? Sounds you think anybody good. will pick anything? No, we should probably do that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, um, you're the absolute best. What are we, okay, so we already talked about everything that's coming up at Sanity. Do you want to give out a couple picks for that? I mean, we talked well, so, to Pete. Real quick, just want to do, yeah. I do want to just have some additional stuff okay. real quick at Santa Anita. So uh, Friday we have racing, obviously, and Saturday it's Big Cap Day, which is like the key event for all these stakes races right there circling around the big cap and we are going to be having the golden hour. Also it is the big cap beer insider festival and the family fun zone on Saturday at the great race place. And then on Sunday is two stakes, the Santa Isabel and the China doll. Also it's the $500 challenge. So maybe if 3,500 is a little outside your price range, you could join into the $500 contest for that. Talking about the races themselves. Um, I don't know. You want to give like, what about the late do... pick three at Santa Anita? The late pick three. Okay. Yeah. Let's well, just do the late pick well, three because we never get to do this. We're not a handicapping show. Wait, the San Felipe we have to talk about. Are you for or against Forbidden Kingdom? Against. Okay. Me too. Okay. I'm playing Doppelganger. Of course you are. It's Who are Pratt you playing? Baffert. Uh, I'm playing Baffert. The other Baffert? Armagnac? I'll bring both of them. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Um, the grade one beholder mile, I guess I'm, I'm pro as time goes by. I don't know how they're going to turn the tables on her. I think, uh, a potential, uh, single in a time goes by, mm-hmm. uh, miss Bigley for my good friend and our good friend, I should say, Mark Martinez and, uh, our good friend, P- uh, Phil D'Amato. Right. And maybe yeah. okay. I like when horses ship in like that. I think they, um, I, I like though, Vuitton, but she likes to press the pace going further. I don't know what she, what's going to happen here, cutting back yeah, to a mile and having could, to could right. run into. Could be very right. 
Bafferts. Okay. So that okay. that's those are those are kind of my if you don't want a single um as time goes by. Okay. Okay. And then the Kilroe Mile. Kilroe Mile, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little bit off the board here and give you out Space Traveler. Really? Yes. Just a little. I like when they ship in. I like Brendan Walsh. I like Jamie Spencer. This horse was flying last time with a ton of trouble. I kind of like Space Traveler if the pace is hot. Now, looking at the race on paper, I don't know how hot the pace is going to be. Um, Beyond Brilliant likes to be up front, but those are longer races. Subconscious has speed. What about th- Team Merchants? He's going to be on the front, right? Yeah, Team Merchants. You're right about that. Coming out of sprints. I, get, I like Space Traveler. And I will go small. I will stick with the uh, D'Amato, um, Mark yeah, Martinez love, team I've, of Count I've Again. How can you again, not like, like Count Again? Time. Yeah, he he just comes with his run. So I think you're. I think I'm gonna stick to those two. All right, and Big Cap. I'm gonna stick with my horse that I already told Pete. I think that Express Train comes into this race in, in great form. It reminds me of the old days, Michelle. You were probably too young, but the the older series, the San Antonio, the San Pasquale, and now the Big Cap. Um, it, you know, like Charlie Whittingham used to win these three races all the time. I just think he comes in really, really good form, um, and, and I think he loves obviously loves Santa Anita. Victor Espinoza has kind of had this little rebirth. And uh, John Sheriffs is a Hall of Fame nominee. Why not Express Train to, to close it out? Uh, and he can. I, what I like about him is he he's very versatile. Uh, he can kind of be right up there. I thought Victor did a great job in the San Pasquale when he put the horse right into the race. He was the best horse on paper. Put him into the race. He drew off him one easy. And I think if there's more speed, he can sit back. If there's not, he can put the race, uh, take it to him again. And I think this horse wants every bit of a mile and a quarter. There is your end of the card single. Boom. Drop the okay. mic. Bam. I'm not going to single. I'm for sure going to use Warrant in here. I think that this horse is just aching for a little bit more ground. His mile and an eighth races are by far and away, I think, his best. He's coming in off a third-place finish behind Mandaloon and Midnight Bourbon. I think both of them would be looked at heavily in here, even though we had a quasi-flop in Saudi. I just think second off the break, and this horse is really intriguing because um, they're going to be stretching out to the mile and a quarter. And I can't look away from Stiletto Boy. Even though he has not won a race since being purchased, he's put in such game and good efforts. I think he does it again. Okay. I think it's fair. I think you made a good point. Now, what is your favorite Warrant song? I have no idea. Is that, is that a band? Are you kidding me? No. Can you tweet this, please? Get, find out what people's favorite Warrant song, because mine is, Heaven isn't too far oh, away. That That's them? Yes. Oh. Closer to it every day. I love that song. Wait, okay, now I'm looking. I Googled it. So they do yeah. sing Cherry Pie? Is that like? She's my oh, cherry, oh, pie. cherry Pie. Demolition okay. Woman. Gonna... Something like that. All right. What all else? Right. So what other, do a what song other? or two of theirs. But I definitely would not have known that if you had paid me, if you had offered me $5 million and said, Michelle, name me one song by Warrant without Googling, no chance. They were great. I I was a big kind of, um, you know, uh, headbangers guy, ball apparently. guy. That's like the third metal reference. I, this, I loved this it. When I was, oh, I loved all that. I mean, White Lion Wait is my like all-time favorite song. The Who? It's called White Lion. They were White Lion, and it was Wait. Was there? Uh... I think Heaven was Warrant, wasn't it? Did I was I wrong? Yeah. Heaven is is, is that them though? Is that because I don't see that on the thing on the? That was well, good it singing. says Heaven. Okay, that's right. All right. Now yeah. I have to play it to see. Goodness. Yeah, no, it is. 
I'm gonna play it. Okay. Play I don't know it. if you're able to hear it though. But I'm we could play we it. could leave the show on that. Thanks to all of our listeners. Thanks to Peter Rotundo from the Stronic Group. Good luck this uh, weekend, all of you out there who are wagering on this cross country turf all stakes pick five, cross country dirt all stakes pick five. The five million dollar pick fifteen is incredible. At uh, uh, Ona Horse is our Twitter handle at bklrf at the michelle you we are part of the in the money media network so listen to all the shows and uh thanks to taylor made thank you to san anita thank you to delmar thank you to all of our sponsors who have uh are are still uh allowing us to do this show which is pretty amazing i thought Yay. we'd be off the air but i thought we'd be canceled by now to be honest <laughs> please don't cancel cancel us. culture yes heaven reached number one in rolling stone and number two in the billboard hot 100 Woohoo. Bye, everybody. Bye.